0: Welcome to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast, where we get to follow up, break down, and discuss last Sunday's message. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more about what God has for us. Now let's join our team as we gain deeper insight into this week's message.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I'm Justin Oswald, the Executive Pastor of TC. Backing in with me today is our Lead Pastor, Brad Livingston.
2: That's right, guys. Good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. And uh, the difference is, it's not just another week. It wasn't just another sermon. Therefore, it's not just another follow-up <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you have an intruder. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's uh, it's a little bit different uh time this summer. And uh, we got one of uh, one of our dearest friends, one of our overseers, one of uh, uh, an amazing pastor from Lakeland. And before I tell his whole story, I'll let him tell his whole story. Pastor Scott Thomas yeah, uh, from Free Life Chapel. Pastor Scott, it's been so good having you here for the past few days.
3: Well, thank you. It I, I love coming up to TC and getting to hang out with you all. Uh, we there, the, when you get around like minded people, Uh, like cultured people, uh, running in that same vibe. It's life giving back to you again. So really, really good to be with you. Yeah. Lakeland, uh, right between Tampa and Orlando, 35 minutes from Mickey mouse and, uh, doing life down there. We started our church in 2011 and having a ball.
2: Yeah. That's That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, and so you 2011, when did you guys move into the building? You guys moved into a new facility.
3: Yeah, we were load in, load out for four years and 10 months. Moved in in uh, November of 2015.
2: I think that was very encouraging to our people who, who were load in, load out for nine months. Yes. And were like, <laughs> yes. You know, it was like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: No, I think I, some of them, when, uh, I, I think there was, a, there was a part of a lot of us, when COVID hit, we were like, oh, we're going to take a break for having to be portable for a little bit. You know, it was like, yeah. it, it kind of stopped everything. But right. it was like, well, at least we don't have to go yeah. set up everything this Sunday, you know. Yeah, it was,
2: it was yeah. funny. I remember our last Sunday in AMC, we were in negotiations, final negotiations on this building. Yeah. And so there was only about five or six of us that really knew how far those conversations had progressed. Yeah. And, um... And we were all kind of joking off to the side at one point. We were like, this might be the last time yeah, yeah. we set up in this place. You know, knew, no one else knew that. And I kind of wish we had documented that particular Sunday better looking okay. back, because yeah. that would have been such a cool thing to have. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah well, I remember saying like, this might be the last Sunday we do this. Yeah, you know, literally. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and it was. It was. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, no, that uh, shout out to any church that's still doing portable stuff, man. Yeah. It works. It works. It, yeah you it know does. it
3: work, it's work but yeah. it, but it works and I'll tell you what we were able to discover people's giftings. We, it, it created an avenue for folks to get involved in ministry that believe it or not we had when we got to a permanent facility, we had people going through a grieving process who yeah. were part of that load in, load out team. at five thirty a.m. every Sunday, yeah. like, what do we do? Yeah, and we had to help repurpose them. So, uh, no, it, it matters.
1: I do think it is probably, obviously. I mean, COVID affected everything in such a weird way. But I mean, if you were in a school like us, even with AMC, that AMC stayed closed a long time.
2: Right. Yeah, it like just if, reopened. Had recently. we
1: not had the timeline, and God not done what He was doing with this building. We would have been online, like, just literally just recently started, what, yeah, few just m- a few I months mean, ago? Maybe two months ago. Um, That would have been detrimental. That You don't want to be the only church in town still not having, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, right, in-person yeah, right, services. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, um, or if you're in, like, a school or something like that, man, I can't imagine that would have been. You're at the mercy yeah. of someone else, you know. Yeah, so sure. It was all, God's timing was awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so no, it was uh, it was it was interesting. You got to see, you got to be at AMC, and that yeah. was yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember this. Your your feedback to me was actually I I don't know if you remember this conversation or not. I called you when we were getting ready to go into AMC, and one of the questions I asked you was I was like, what do you feel like I just need to be aware of? And you gave me this feedback, and I don't again I don't know if you remember this or not, but you said you said your people already have an expectation of what Transformation Church looks like. Yes. So, so do, you know, spend necessary money to create the environment that they've already established in their mind exists. Cause we were, we were going to go into it with the mindset of like, well, we'll just kind of start small and then we'll kind of add to it as we go along. And it was, it was your suggestion that was like, people already have a cultural experience yeah. of what it looks like to be at church. And so you don't want them to walk in and go, oh, well, this is no, not yeah. as good as, Blank or whatever. No, it
3: it is so very true. If they will do that in hotels, one of my favorite hotels to stay in is a Westin. When you get to the Westin, you know what it's going to smell like when you walk in. Yeah, yeah. They've got their own fragrance. That's what they do around the world. There are environments that you step into that you're looking for something, and it immediately communicates about the message, about the culture, about the excellence. And so, uh, I think I think it's really important that we really look at the packaging. And what we're presenting to people on a visual basis, as we yeah. know, the Bible says, every, man judges the outward appearance, right? Before they ever get to the auditorium to hear the message, they're already messaging you. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. They're, they're rolling with you. Yeah. Well,
1: and we didn't have the luxury, a church plant has the luxury of not having certain things. Because it's new and we're brand new and all this. Correct. We didn't necessarily have that, which was... Yeah. You know, that was great. I mean, I remember after y'all had that conversation, I mean, he he was telling me about it. And I was like, man, that's pretty smart. I mean, you got to spend some money.
2: It's not, like you said, it's not a plant. People don't, they're walking into a new environment and they have no expectations. So whatever you do exceeds their current expectations. Sure, sure, sure. They already had one. And that was just really valuable information. Well, and
3: you were also taking a present environment and completely changing it yeah right. so i mean it, I mean, it wasn't a matter of you were creating one you were deconstructing one to recreate another one and, and that was next level what you all did phenomenal with that. i remember walking in and the banners and the signage and the curtains and the lights <laughs> and like dang this <laughs> yeah. is next level it yeah. was impressive
1: yeah i appreciate it yeah, yeah yeah i think the best move we did with that was the stage yes most of the time churches in a theater they're just on the floor so true and because you you know you you're it's stadium style seating but doing that stage it, was a yes. deal it sure. really made it like you weren't i don't know it just did something in anybody who's doing church
3: in a load in load out scenario especially in a theater or something they need to contact you all <laughs> and they need to talk with you all you've learned some things that oh, you can did. pass on that will put excellence yeah. immediately inside their presentation yeah you yeah. all did it very well uh, it was really great. It was i awesome. appreciate it yeah we
2: were i mean great feedback from you know and and um just some others that were able to help jump in and get some stuff done. So it was, it was really good, man. I was, I was so grateful and, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I felt like uh, I've got a pastor now that I'm, I'm kind of mentoring. He's up North of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. His name's Manny and, and uh, he's going portable in a movie theater. That was how he heard about okay. us. So he reached out to me cause he was talking to someone at, I think at arc and he was like, yeah, we're going into a movie theater. And I would just love to find someone that did it really, really well. And this particular person, I don't even know who it was. I was like, man, I heard about a church down in Pensacola, you know, the whole nine. And yep, so yep. he called me and was like, man, this is going to sound really crazy, but I'm oh, a church planner yeah. and we're launching and we're going to go it. into a theater. And I heard that you have a few, you've had some experience of that. And I was like,
3: <laughs> so good. Boy,
2: howdy. Yeah, I yeah. got some was experience. Was that the dude that. that
1: emailed the church originally?
2: Uh, probably. Yeah.
1: I think it was the AMC guy that told him about it. It
2: may have been. Yeah. It may have mm-hmm. been Jeff. Yeah. yeah Jeff, but yeah, That's it great. was a. Uh, that's crazy. He reached out. And so I'm, I'm supposed to go see him uh, in probably a it's month so or good. two. That's so good. And walk through his venue, you know, walk through the venue and do all that stuff. But yeah, it is. It's a, it, And it's just so interesting, especially in movie theater. And that was one thing we didn't really notice um, until we got in there, uh, is that the movie theater is so intentionally loud with all of their advertising. So- They don't just put up a poster for a movie. Correct. Eight foot wide or twelve foot wide, eight foot tall. You know, it's like
1: (laughs) three D. Yeah, it's a three D
2: interactive thing. It's like I gotta (laughs) put this thing somewhere so they can see my Connect Center. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'd move all that. Yeah, we we were moving stuff. AMC was great to work with, but it was
1: they. Yeah, this AMC here was great. They they had one staff person that they would rotate would show up to unlock the doors. Okay. Then they would go hide because they don't open till eleven. Yeah. So from six to eleven. They just would go, I guess, sure. find a hole to sleep in. Right. So <laughs> there was not like anyone yeah. looking over our shoulder. We yeah. literally. That's so good. It was uh, good. It was, it was
2: awesome. It was good. You were telling, You kind of told the team about uh, the Lakeland Center. Uh, it's like you guys were getting shuffled yeah. around like a chess game.
3: Yeah. Our convention <laughs> center that we started our church in had has four venues. They range from an expo hall that you can put a couple hundred in all the way up to, I think it's uh, 6,000 seats in an arena. Wow. And then everything in between. And so based on what was previously scheduled or booked in that place, we had to move and a few times the whole place would have been booked for a couple years in advance. We had to go out on the far parking lot and pitched a tent. And I did one message called Life is a Circus, and we literally brought in jugglers and fire breathers <laughs> to try to make people think that we did that intentionally, that we weren't actually kicked out of the building yeah, that right. day because we didn't have anywhere to go. We were homeless. Yeah. Uh, but but we told folks, you'll love us if you can find us, and we put greeters at every door. And it's a massive building. Yeah. But trying to direct people past the square dance show, past the basketball tournament, past the cheerleading squad to the church. I mean, yeah, so yeah. it's things you do when you're load in, load out, right? Yeah, and you flex yeah. with it, but there's some of the greatest days in the world as much as you're frustrated with them at the moment it's building something inside the character of your leaders and your people
1: yeah i think it makes when you do get a place and you guys probably saw it too you do have the people like you're talking about that felt like what do we do but it does make them appreciate where where you're at now like you know how we got here and what had to happen it's like they feel like they had a hand in, in in it
3: uh, absolutely, you know? and, and we want them to feel that and yeah. see that because it they is a reality. Yeah, it, they it do. sure is. And so there's that fine line. We kind of talked about this: the difference between challenging them and casting vision for the next season without provoking them to frustration and anger for the season <laughs> we're in right now. Yeah, yeah, And there's that little middle ground. You've got to exist in that place of tension to keep it moving forward. But uh, when you find, find folks who will track with you, you're finding some real leaders. You're, you're developing and grooming a lot of folks right yeah, there. Yeah, That's yeah. No,
2: good. It, was, it was a good time. It was. I know it's a, I know it a growing time for you guys. Good time for, for us when we were there too. And yeah, having all of our people just jump in and, and yeah. like you said, you know, I mean, there were, there were, a, we had a group of people that were like, what are we going to do now? Like, right. We, right. We finally found the team we love to serve on and now it's going away. You know, and it's <laughs> like, man, that is, that's something, you know, so yeah. trying to, trying to re-engage those people can be something in and of itself, but yeah, so it was, it was, um, You know, I love talking through that. You were a great sounding board for me through that season because I was just like, oh, man, I don't have a lot of people that have done this, you know, and the people that I did know, you know, I called one guy and I was like, hey, man, like, walk me through. You know, he was still in the middle of it. Yeah. He was like, it's terrible. Everything's terrible. I don't want to do that. (laughs) I was like, all right, let me call somebody else.
1: (laughs) And what I found to be frustrating when we first started talking about it is there's a there's a big difference in finding people like us that did it, like you guys, us sure. in a the theater. I mean, like we're a part of the Grow Network with Church of the Highlands, and they have tons of resources for portable. Right, but they give each campus like a three million dollar budget when they launch a campus to go buy. All, like they give you all the templates and gear yeah, list, yeah, but yeah. it's like okay well, we have we like 100 grand, we so a hundred grand. So let's talk. Exactly. You know, what do we do with that instead of, yeah. you know, they have unlimited money. So it's, it's just a very different ball game. Like, mm-hmm. so that I found it to be like not helpful at all. Almost. Correct, you know, correct. none of their stuff was helpful because yeah. it didn't apply. Yeah. Well, that's why the, the, the willingness to share
3: the information going forward, the contacts, uh, equipment yeah. to use. Here's yeah. a way around this. Yeah. Uh, we bought a 26 foot box truck and we arranged it like a, a cube where everything fit in just right. So we could drive away with everything. on yeah, Sunday. Yeah. And, and so getting that arranged. So we've been able to pass information on to other churches that we're starting. Hey, buy a cheap truck that you can just like, you've got to drive it like a hundred yards and park it. So it doesn't yeah. have to go ahead of me roadworthy, <laughs> yeah, but just right, something right. you can pull around back, park it. And, po- and so just little keys goes a long way in saving a lot of money, but helping to launch churches and helping guys and gals who have a vision to do something, yeah. but pour life into that, you know, and, yeah. and, and you all do that and, and you did it so strong
2: yeah yeah no it was it was good it was a uh, it, it was helpful you know just uh, the, the whole process was uh yeah was was really good and powerful a, man it was a good time got to see a lot of cool it was stuff a great happen.
1: time in the life of our church
2: yeah and that's why i told you know i was just talking to another that same church planner you know one of the things that was good for us is you know we got ready to buy a bunch of gear in the building that we were at before we went portable and we looked down the road a little bit and was like, you know, if something happens in this building, we're not here. There's a chance we may end up in an auditorium or a school yeah. or something. We were like, man, all you know, X amount of gear is going to cost us, you know, $40,000 or whatever. Right. But if we spent 50, we could buy gear that we could put anywhere. Right. And it was like, mm, it would work in the building, but it would also work. Anyway, Absolutely. and it was like, let's spin this once and not twice. You know, it was yeah those kinds of, kinds of conversations that were really really good. Kyle was one of the guys kind of driving that a little bit. It was like, hey man, like let's yeah. really think more than just
3: right what, right now.
2: Instead of looking at the pedal. Let's look ahead a little bit. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Journey yeah. down the road. Yeah. Right? I heard that right. recently. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. I heard, a, I heard a word from the Lord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I heard that
2: recently. Uh, yeah. uh, well, speaking of, we'll t- uh, you know, we, we the follow-up podcast, we always kind of get into the sermon. And, and uh, you know, our favorite thing to do, uh, Pastor Scott, isn't necessarily to have us uh, preach the message twice, although we'll go through some of your notes. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Really unpack, you know, deeper level thoughts behind yep you know, whatever, whatever, uh, you know, your points and, and some of those things and, and, you know, getting feedback, but, um, you know when I when I called you, like I said, uh, anytime I have someone coming in, I'm always like, "What's the series they're going to come in on?" And when it came down to you, I was like, "You know, <laughs> you're one of my favorite creative pastors because uh-huh. you know you think with two, you think with both sides of your brain and not just one." So I was like, "Oh yeah, summer jams is going to be good." So you <laughs> yeah. got to pick your song and
3: well, yeah, I'll tell you what set it all up was the opening video. That's really what <laughs> did the whole <laughs> message. So uh, massive yeah. kudos to the man well, across the table well, right uh, now.
1: Listen. <laughs> so Sorry. I fr- listen. Listen to this. After the first service, I'm in the lobby. The people are leaving, you know, greeting people. And I, um, one of the ladies walked out and she said, I love the outfit. And I forgot about the video. I thought she was talking about the outfit I was wearing, and I was just like, "Oh, that, thank you." And like and she <laughs> gave me this look, and then I didn't think about it. And then someone else was like, "Bro, the outfit," and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that that's, outfit." That's <laughs> hilarious. That's hilarious.
2: We've we've gotten our money out of that. You know, or you've gotten your money out. of that. You've got to wear it a few times.
1: That's like three or four. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. That's great. That's yeah. great.
2: So yeah. yeah, no. We uh, we, when you you sent over uh, too legit to quit. Yep. And So unpack yeah. what what were your what's kind of your opening thoughts on bringing yeah. that into the summer jam series?
3: You know, um, I, I, what what initially hit my head and my heart as you, you invited me in and kind of got that whole thing stirring was vision is critical for life. You've got to know where you're going. Get a perspective, mm-hmm. so that you're not just again marking time and hanging out. Go somewhere intentionally. Okay. Here's here's what I know. You can't steer a vehicle that's not moving. Mm. There's got to be momentum. Because, I mean, I can't even make a wrong turn unless I'm moving, right? And, and so I can't be redirected unless there's actually movement in my life. And so uh, creating some movement, creating some vision, where am I going? So the vision that God has for my life is too legitimate to quit on. Mm. It's real. It's, it's beyond just nice to know. It's an essential to know where you're going because five years, ten years goes in a snap. And you raise your head and go, I'm in the same situation I was. My marriage is still jacked up. My finances aren't any better. We have aspirations. We, we, we see things that make us want more. But are we actually pursuing more in life? So without a vision, you don't know where you're going. So that was my, my heart behind it is what God has done in you, what he's equipped you for and what he's promised you for is too legitimate to back off on and just coast. We've got to go somewhere intentionally.
2: Yeah. 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 And that's good. That was good. And so, um, you kicked off with, you, you kind of started with the uh, Habakkuk 2. Yeah. Wasn't that, yeah, Habakkuk 2. I was, pull, I was pulling it up as we were talking about it. Yeah. And why don't you read that for us, Pastor Scott, if you don't mind. Yep,
3: I got it right here somewhere. Pull this, I should have memorized, right? Uh, <laughs> Habakkuk two, The vision. You mean every, every verse in the Bible we of don't course, have memorized? that's right, that's right. <laughs> the vision is for a future time. It describes the end. That, that is so important. It's describing where I'm going, it's not where I am. Mm. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. Uh, and, and that's important because conflict is the difference between where I am and where I'm supposed to be. Yeah, that that gap. Uh, and so it, it will be fulfilled. It, if it seems slow in coming, wait patiently for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. And of course, wait patiently is not kind of go, you know, get a bang and sit down on your couch. Uh, that's yeah, like right. get involved, work. It's like a, a waiter waiting on a table. Mm-hmm. Actively serve this, pursue it, because God's word is a picture of what I'm supposed to be pursuing in my life. And so it's a mirror to me. So if that, it's like Paul put it this way. Uh, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, thought as a child. Mm-hmm. When I became a man, how do you become? You be it before you'll come into it. Yeah. So I have to do it and then I arrive into it. So it's almost like where they used to say, fake it till you make it, start walking. And if, if I were going to live that way, if I were going to handle my money at a different level so that I could have this kind of wealth, what would I do? Who would I talk to? What book should I read? Should I be investing? Should I actually spend this right now? What would people that are pursuing that doing differently than what I'm doing right now? Yeah. Start doing those things. And all of a sudden you raise your head and you're actually moving down the field. It's exciting. Yeah. Right. Success is contagious. I mean, it, it, it's <laughs> infectious. It yeah. starts moving you forward. So it's a momentum builder, but we've got to start moving our lives forward. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I Justin uh shared something with me not too long ago on Instagram. Uh and I thought it was so good, man. He said it was uh the, the twenty five thousand dollar thing was you know, if you gave if we gave everyone oh, yeah. if yeah. you know if everyone we took what was it, We took everyone's if, money away and gave we, everyone twenty five grand.
1: Yeah, if, if everyone started level twenty five grand. Yep. Um, it said something along the lines of, I'm convinced that the people who are rich currently will be rich again. The people that are broke currently will be broke again. Even if we started level. Not a money thing.
3: It's a mindset. It's how you handle the resource that you have in your hand. Yeah, And that's with everything. Yeah. We all handle food differently, we handle relationships differently, but right. all of that. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah. and that's why I've been I've been talking when it comes to kind of leadership and a couple other things with some of the guys in the, in the church and girls, but people in the churches um similar to what you're talking about. You know, it's like man, for so many of us we're trying to I feel like, you know, I always reference it this way. We've all we've all had to jumpstart a car, or push a car that ran yeah. out of gas, right? So right, it's like right, we've right. we've all had to go through that. Um, and I remember I remember being the one behind the wheel one time, trying to steer the car. And uh, I'll never forget. They're like, "All right, we got to go over, you know, over there." So I, I'm trying to turn the wheel, and it was like this is impossible, right? Because you're no power steering. You're trying to turn these, turn the wheel. Uh, and I'll never forget. My dad said, "Just keep them straight." and I was like, but we got to go that way. He said, yeah, but it's always easier to turn a moving car. That's right. than to try to adjust a still one. Absolutely. And that's been a leadership thing that I've kind of we've always kind of used a little bit with leaders, particularly when they start kind of feeling like I don't feel like my life's going in the right direction blah 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 and it's like you just got to get moving.
3: Now, absolutely. Cuz
2: you can move. A, you can you know, like you said earlier, even you can even turn wrong. <laughs> you can't even turn a wrong, uh, still car the wrong way.
3: Yeah, you can't be corrected if you're not moving. Yeah. Mate, mm-hmm. as for some folks, please make a mistake. Yeah, you know what I mean. That is where success comes from. Right, you're not making enough
1: mistakes if you're not succeeding. Indecision can be worse than a bad decision. Absolutely, all yeah. day long.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I think that's really powerful because I feel like there are so many people who are stalemated in fear. Yes, and the fear of failure. Yes, has has completely paralyzed. Yes, them. And it's like, man, totally. you know, it's like I don't, I. I think about, you know, when we're making big decisions, going into AMC or whatever, I think about failure for about 60 seconds. Mm Mm-hmm well, this would be really bad. Yes. And it's usually the last 60 seconds before yes. I have to go. So right, like we're planning, we're going, and then it's the, it's once we've spent the money, built the team, planned right. everything, and then you sit back and share the night before and you go, I
3: really hope people show up tomorrow. I, I've been down that road. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'll, I'll tell you along that line what I fear more than failure is regret. Mm. And I think if we will shift our mindset in other words, I make decisions now. If I wish I would have done this earlier in my, in my life and leadership, I, I go in my head where I'm 80 years old looking backwards on decisions mm-hmm. instead of standing here looking forward. So true. So that when I'm 75 or 80, I wonder what would have happened if I would have tried that. Yeah, if right. we would have done that. I wonder where we would have been. What would I have experienced? Yeah. And when you really look at the scope of your life and what you have, is it really that big of a risk to take these steps? Because they can be calculated risks, sure. right? I mean, yeah, we don't yeah, make yeah. stupid decisions. Right, but, yeah. I'm not buying you, 10 houses
2: tomorrow. Uh, uh, right. right. <laughs> but, but
3: So you start calling folks like you all did. Hey, g- g- counselors, you, you've been down this road. What does this look like? Make a calculated decision, and now let's take that risky step forward, so we don't have regrets. Right? Let's just move. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yeah
2: absolutely. And I think that's so powerful because it is. I mean, the the fear the fear of failure creates paralysis. You know, and so it does. Uh, I think even with with what you said and, and the way you said it is is profound because the magic behind moving is sometimes we can even stumble our way into successes we didn't know existed. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a, absolutely. You know what I mean? Uh, that's why I said. It's, it doesn't happen often, yeah. but there have been moments I, I told you about the leadership pipeline. I mean that my yes. goal, this, what it has become was never my intention. Right. So there for once and the, and occasionally something exceeds my vision and I'm like, well, look at that. That's not, you know, it's yes. like, those yes. things are possible. No,
3: no, totally. And, and I'll tell you, it almost goes back like to a writer, Does a writer only write when they're inspired or do they write based on a schedule? Mm. And true writers that are successful tell you, I write at the same time every day, whether I feel it or not, mm-hmm. because once I'm in it, that's when the genius starts to open up yeah. and begins to move in me. So I start walking down the hallway, and then discover other opportunities. Once I start walking, you can't see every opportunity from where you're standing. Yeah, that's why you get in and you start moving, and all that's of a sudden, true. oh, look at that! Oh, there's a door there. Look how that room. But mm-hmm. you won't ever see it from from start. You got to take three steps before you'll ever know what was there. Yeah, it, it
2: reminds me of uh, when I sat I sat down with a producer one time, a really popular. He's he's passed now, but I mean he was part of you know some really big hits, you know platinum level recording, like platinum yeah. artists. He was on records with them. You know he produced some uh, albums, and he he mentioned one time, he said, "If we're lucky, one out of the ten songs that make it to me. So that means they made it past the songwriter, made it past the search." So the people searching the songwriters for the artist yes. made it past the artist. Yes. Then made it past the, uh, the, the edit phase. Right. They said one out of 10, maybe one out of 20 that make it to me are actual hits. Yeah. And that's a, And so when you think about how much music is being thrown away by the producer to say, yeah, I mean, we'll put that on the record, but that's not, that one's not any good. Right. And how many of us are thinking that everything we do has to be gold? Correct. Correct. If it's not gold, it's not good. Exactly. And we'll never put out the records of our life, if you ever, will, ever, because we're looking for it to be nothing but hits on the whole album. You know, right. the only person to do that is Bruno Mars. So I don't yeah, know. Right, exactly.
3: <laughs> this so. is why they have first downs and not just touchdowns. Right. Right, Exactly. We just, and they've got four, four times to get the first down. Yeah. Uh, we celebrate the successes along the way. And the fact that I produced today is the win. Yeah. If someone enjoys it and finds value in it beyond that, that's awesome too. Yeah, but we've got to move our life. Yeah. we've got to produce. Yeah,
1: well, it's like you got me thinking, talking about that. Would I've heard? Um, you know, I'm an '80s fan, but like I've heard Bon Jovi talk about "Living on a Prayer." I've yeah. heard John Bon Jovi talking about the song. Yeah, they had no clue. Mm-hmm. Like no one, they didn't know at the time it was going to be this timeless classic that everyone in the world knows. Sure. And yeah. in fact, John Bon Jovi didn't think much of it. The other guys in the band convinced him to put it on the album. And like, you don't know in the middle of that, like you're, that it doesn't have to be a -hmm. a hit necessarily because you don't know what it's going to become.
3: But this, if if we're going to be honest, this happens every time I'm preparing a message. Sure. As I start preparing, I start to discover things and see examples and nuances I never saw from when I started. But once mm. I got into it, I began to, oh, and then it began, I mean, obviously speaking to me and now I'm under yeah. conviction in my life, right? And right? So I'm the first one <laughs> repenting for it. But but until we get going, you don't know what's waiting on That's you. That's so true. The pockets of blessing and increase and sudden, sudden advance mm-hmm. that will hit when you start going into your employer and saying, hey, what can I do to help the company mm-hmm. advance today? I know this is not my realm, but how can I get involved in a different level? You, you don't know what conversations been going on in staff meetings, executive level before you got there. Right. Uh, you walk in and ask one question, and so it opens a whole new vein for your career. Yeah. You, you just don't know. Right. But we've got to take those steps. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah,
2: and especially steps towards, towards growth, greatness, all those things. You know, what I mean, I think even what you're saying is like how many people are, how many people are you know doing what you talked about in the sermon, which is like you know you wake up, you go to work, you come home, you go to sleep, and in and, and this mundane. Yes, just almost sleepwalking mentality to yes. life, and it's like, man, what if you took an ounce of passion and threw it at something that you do? Like, absolutely, <laughs> what absolutely. Could you know, totally. I think there's something in that. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. So
3: good. Yeah, yeah, expectation, expectation, it it, it it drives you to take steps into things. When, when once you get a vision, I, I we we're talking with a, we were talking with some young adults at our church, and I said, look, you work for a company from the proverbial nine to five. Mm-hmm. Start working for you when you get home. Yeah. What's that book you want to write? What's the song? What's the business mm. you want to start? What yeah. research How are you studying, investing? Yeah, okay, go on. Give yourself an hour and a half break. And then work for yourself from 7 Come to on. 12. Yeah. Let's go. You can give yourself five hours a day. And if you will go with that mentality, your current job is paying you while you're starting your business. Yeah, It changes your frame of mind. Where it, I'm not man. frustrated. Many these people, they don't pay me enough. Are you kidding me? You're getting paid to start your next level of career in business right. and finances. This is a good gig. Yeah. And so when you'll change your mindset, everything takes on a new form and it moves you forward with an excitement, a joy, and an expectation. That's so good. And that expectation is the down payment on your next breakthrough. Yeah. It, it's yeah. it's got to move you. Stop yeah. living out of your experience. Start living out of your expectation.
2: Well, and then you add a layer to that. You add a layer to that where God honors the Work you've put in, yes, so, he does. So, not just you, not just you creating, and I know that that's what you're, what you're intending. Yes. Not just it's not just you put in work and then the reward from your work, but it's also you've been faithful, little, I'll make you rule over much talk, absolutely. You know? And so, that's why it's like, I think so many people underestimate what it takes for people to get to where they're at. You know yes, what I mean? And yes. I will, in this case, use myself as an example. I mean, when I was 24 years old, I was working 50 hours a week, volunteering at the church 30 hours a week and owned two businesses. Okay. When I was 24 and I have, I believed in my soul that my obedience to do all of those things that God put on my, and I just got married. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> like, and so my wife's patience in that season yeah. and our faithfulness because there's a good chunk of a lot of what was i mean i i don't know i don't know what the numbers are but i know that we were we were helping move the church forward financially in that season we sure. were not a huge church then so sure. so there was a lot of the blessing that God was giving us we're giving back to the church and sure, i know it sure. was that faithfulness and that obedience in that season to be willing to to just say yes but it was also a growing thing it was also uh, a leadership, you we learned leadership lessons at 24 that some people don't learn until 40. And it right. was just like there was a number of those things, but it also the grit. It was like,
3: absolutely. I think
2: one of the things God taught me in that season is nothing is impossible. Yeah. If you're willing to let me show you how to dream it. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. It, yes. Yeah. I've talked to plenty of people and they're like, there's no way I could start a business at 24. I'm like, I had two. Yeah. It, like, it, there's it, no way I can work a full time job and but, serve at the church. I'm like, you, I did it. You, but you're but you not know, telling me.
1: Like, I, Exactly. <laughs> but they're right. There is no way they can well, with that maybe. mentality. It, yes. You know, I get so frustrated yeah. with that. Like you're right. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
2: with that mentality, there's not. So that's why that gritty vision that you were talking about was like that's magic, man. Like- yeah, yeah.
3: It well, it goes back to burn the ships, right? There's nothing to go back to. That's once, right. Once yeah. we we're have here. we've arrived, that's it. Now there's no option to go back. And when people start giving themselves options, yeah, they're giving themselves excuses not to do yeah. it. That's so and true. And so we have to eliminate options in life. And then you've got to on ramp right voices. Mm. You usually, usually if I'm in a place where I feel like that my life is stuck and stalemated, I don't have proper voices in my life. Mm. I, I need people who provoke me, who challenge me. I don't feel buried or condemned by them. And I don't feel like I'm in competition with them, but I feel challenged because man, they're doing this and they're doing this. So I've got to put myself in arenas and in relationships and have conversations, the right voices, not any voice. We have to be more selective about the voices in our life. Come on. Yeah. Start choosing right voices. And t- if I'm in the right room, it's usually because I asked a question and I shut up. Right. I'm asking a question and I'm taking some notes. <laughs> Tell me. People will give you success keys that took them decades to learn. They'll give it to you. Yeah. It's almost like we were talking in the very beginning. How did you launch this, this, this church like you're doing, AMC Theater? You are giving away to people, pastors. What you labored and stressed and blew it and messed up here, wasted 10000 there, you're cutting off mistakes and mentors are how we learn in life. Mm. whole lot better to learn through mentors than mistakes, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, Time, right, right. money, emotion, yeah. everything. And so when you get those right voices, they start opening and showing you things that you never saw from your limited paradigm. We need those people in our life. Yeah. So
2: Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. And so that goes back to the the whole gritty vision conversation. Yes, were yes. Talking about on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So.
3: That, well, that, well that, that's that, that's so. How do I how do I initiate and jumpstart this vision? You get right voices in your life. Yep. Here's another nice thing. We stop being so intelligent. Believe. Where's your faith? It's not yeah. all intellectual. There is a faith factor involved in this. Yeah. Yeah. Either I believe or I don't. He's God or He's not. Yeah. There is a level outside the realm of the natural vision that I believe or I don't. That Bible has got to be truth for me and not just another opinion for me. Yeah. It's not just Sunday commentary for an hour. I'm going to build my life on it. I'm going to put God to the test. And if it fails, I'm going to write a book because I'll right. be the number one bestseller that's on that right. one, right? <laughs> yeah. So, Lenient, stop being so intelligent and go go spiritual on your natural situations and trust God. I, I think we got to get into our faith factor. We got to dig deeper mm. into our faith again. Yeah, so yeah. That's,
2: I was telling someone not too long ago. You know, they were talking about they were they were asking the question and uh, about you know why is it that our grandma our grandparents prayed. So diligent, you know, yes. someone was sick. It was yes, like, I mean, they yes. were praying with this, like, hyper faith, like, <laughs> yes. God, God's gonna do this, and I, you know, I was, we were talking, and... I don't you know, maybe it was a God thing or whatever. And I was like, it's because they didn't have a choice.
3: Right, 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 right. There was right. no government assistance. There were right. no hospitals either. Right, you know, right, I mean, there right. wasn't
2: anything. It was like, we pray and God moves or we die. That That's was right. essential. Uh, in many cases, that was the same. I mean, technology hadn't advanced where cancer, Yes. you know, like treatment was. I mean, it was just one of the things. It was like, so why, you know, they had to have what you're talking this faith of like, no, 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 this looks natural, but we're going to pray that God does something in the spiritual. Absolutely. That shows up in the natural.
3: A- absolutely. Absolutely. We, we have to, be, in fact, I'll put it this way. We, we talk this language a lot with our team and with our church. We need to become more God conscious. Mm. It's so easy to be distracted by so many things. And here's something I've got to watch for personally. I enjoy uh, studying and coaching and leadership with business owners and that kind of thing. But I can't become so cerebral mm-hmm. that I lose the ability to realize that there is a faith factor and there's something outside of and beyond my control and I need him today and I've yeah. got to bring him intentionally into my world today because if not I become limited by sight and I lose vision. Yeah. It's like blind Bartimaeus. Everyone else could see Jesus, he couldn't. But he saw what no one else saw. Mm-hmm. Because he's the only one that called out to Jesus. Jesus walked all the way through Jericho, no one called on him. It took a blind man to see him. Mm. Because he identified, there's something in the in in the in the realm here, in this yeah. atmosphere, that I need. And and when we call on him, Jesus is available. Yeah, he is there, and he wants to provoke and move our lives forward. There's that faith walk we've got to step into. So it goes back to the whole adage, you know, almost again. You can put it back in business realm again. Yeah. If you're 100 percent sure before you move, then you're already late.
2: Yeah, right. right? right. It,
3: like the, there there is going to be that piece. Everything I've done. Yeah. With the ministry, we've never had enough money to do it. Mm-hmm. We've never had enough people to do it. Never been enough leadership to do it. Ne- ne- mm-hmm. Never knew enough to do it. Mm-hmm. W- wasn't professional enough to do it. Yeah, But we did. Mm-hmm. And look what happened. <laughs> yeah. And when we lift our head, when we come through it, we're, everyone's going, wow. And we're going, I don't even know how that happened. And yeah. you, it, it, it initiates, God is good. He's yeah. so involved. No one knows how much God is doing at Free Life than I do. Yeah. Because folks will mistakenly try to put me in a position to where I'm going to lead the best I can, but this is a God thing going on. Right. right? And so we have to keep that in our families, our relationships, our dating life, school, whatever's going on. Man, let the spirit of God begin to lead. Be more God conscious. Talk to him. Worship. Get that language moving. Declare the word of God. Read it speak those promises over your life and those situations and take those radical steps of faith that are calculated with some counsel, with the right voices, mm-hmm. man, life takes on a whole different nuance.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it, in a similar way but different, it reminds me, I was sitting down uh, with a, a couple of people the other day, and, and so there was five of us at the table, me and four others, and so uh, three of them, uh, were we were talking about money, and yes. so three of them were <coughs> hurting financially. Okay. All right, okay. so business business leaders world, like man we're just hurting financially and blah 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 and yeah. the idea of tithing came up. Yes. All right. Now we don't harp about money. But we talk about how God's favor is more valuable than anything else. And so Absolutely. you know, so but we were we were talking about it and the three of them were talking about how it's like we, you know, we just don't believe in tithing. We don't believe, you know, it's Old Testament blah blah, blah. I know the Matthew but Sure. Nonetheless, sure, I sure, let sure, it ride. Sure, yeah, sure, so it was like, okay, cool. And, and I was, I'm the only pastor at the table, so I'm not going to be the pastor that's like, well, you right, know, like right, give right. give us all your money. Like I didn't want to do that, but I so I let them three. and They're like, yeah, tithing. Blah, 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 blah. it's me and buddy next to me. Uh, you know, we're both tither. You know, we both give, and yes, you know, we do all yes, that. Yes. And so the three of them, they're broke. Their business is hurting, and they don't tithe. Yep. And they're talking about how you shouldn't. Correct. The two of us that do tithe. Correct. Are doing. Fine. Enough enough said. said, Uh, Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, I was like, you can talk about how it's not in God's plan all you want. Yes. But God's honoring it when it's happening. So. Absolutely. Like. Absolutely. Get out of your head. Thank you. And get back. Like. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) Come back to the faith. You're so
3: cerebral. You have, you have leveraged God out of your life. Mm -hmm. And the moment we start compartmentalizing God. Yeah. I allow him in this room, but he's not allowed into any other room.
2: Right. He can save
3: my soul. He just can't touch my wallet. Right. When I start putting God in pockets and I start limiting and I start locking him out of rooms, I'm setting myself up for some frustration and failure. He loves me. Yeah. He it it just he can't do, he he's handcuffed. As we talked about, you know, obedience brings the blessing. Yeah. And so walking the word out, not just knowing it. What are you doing with what you know? Yeah. We've got to start just enacting that part right there. Um, that something as crazy as serving the church. Yeah. Stop just attending and serve. It will open avenues to your life that you never knew possible. Yeah. And I'm talking about in your finances, uh, networking, experience, meet this person, socializing. It just opens a whole new cavity when we just do life God's way. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, what it's a not
3: rocket science. Yeah, what a thought. Yeah, yeah a thought. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So tithing and and serving and and worship at home as well as in church, right? And 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 getting involved in serving and helping others or or the the, the what you are, with with the small groups that you have going. Mm-hmm. I'm not just I'm not going to be casual about this. Casual doesn't work.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Everything about our culture is extreme. It's moving, and if I don't lean into it, I will. Ju- it, my voice goes mute. Uh, it, here, here's here's the thing that I think that's so so important I cannot lose the ability to encourage myself
2: yeah yeah
3: I have to keep that what is it that makes my voice believable to me mm. and the only thing that gives a level of credence to my voice beyond just my own opinion is that there's a higher opinion higher opinion involved in my voice. Mm. When I start speaking the word, it unlocks something in me, and now I can encourage myself. If I'm just going to just self-talk, I, okay, uh, talk, you know, looking good today, Scott. Okay, that sounds fine. But but <laughs> yeah. but beyond that, speaking the word and declaring the word, I begin again. That's what Paul said. You know, he, he, he was talking to himself. What shall separate me from the love of God? Yeah. And he he was preaching to himself. Yeah. We've got to have the ability to encourage ourselves in all arenas of our life, but that's where the word gets involved and works. And when that word becomes so real that it's not just another opinion, but the opinion, I literally begin to take on the reality of that operation in my life. Holy Spirit can begin to lead my world, Spirit-led living. What an idea. Uh, You know, that that we can experience this. Now love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, all these things are active in my world, and nothing changed circumstantially. Mm -hmm. I just changed my mind. Yeah. I changed my talk. I've got different voices. I'm going somewhere intentionally. I'm gonna trust God even though things are kinda of, I'm gonna believe He He's able to do exceeding abundantly. We've yeah. gotta stop just highlighting it and quoting it and start living it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so that's so because you 'Cause you're you're right. It's like uh we see it with David in the Psalm. You know what I mean? Like there's a number of times where it's prayers and there's a number of times he's just like I think he's he's writing to himself, yes. Like, nope, yes. this is true. Nope, this is true. That's right. Nope, this
3: is true. That's right. Yeah. I will bless the Lord at all times. Yeah, His yeah, praise yeah. will continually be in my mouth. Like, right. He was having a bad day. Yeah, the army, <laughs> right? the armies mixed around me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, you know, yeah. though
2: the armies mixed around me. I find you know sh- sh- uh, shelter in the shadow. Like, you there know. you go. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Psalm twenty-seven. All of this is we encourage ourselves in the Lord, but it's not just someone else's opinion. And I love all the leadership gurus and I listen to all of them and I read all of them. I, sure. We have to keep that going. We need more of that. Yeah. But man, not not replacing the yeah. word of God. Right. Not allowing it to begin become the substitute Mm-hmm. For that hope, that reality, because that that word is life. Yeah. We we need a resurrection of God's word back in the church again. Yeah. yeah. Uh culture today is pushing back on in a lot of different arenas and people yeah. are questioning whether I should or shouldn't I not, which parts of it, which chapter is true, which verse can I I'm throw right. away, yeah. what all of that now is fluid everywhere. It's a dangerous thing because you're you're literally uh, you're you're destroying the anchor for your own life. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, exactly. Even in the uh, you know this emerging church yes talk where they're like, well, the Bible isn't written. It's like, man, I'm big on that. You know, we just came out yes. of a series where we talked about like the the sola scriptura. Yes, framework where it's like, man, scripture alone is the basis for all that we build our life on, and the power that's there because—and this is what I said in that in that sermon that I was preaching—I said the problem is, I said it's 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 a slippery slope when you take 001 percent of the Bible away, mm-hmm. you've just negated ninety nine point point nine nine. Absolutely, it, 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 if none of if any part of it's not true, none of it's
3: true. None of it. So that's if
2: right. if we take away you know uh, uh exodus if yes. we take away genesis if sure. we take away the ark Leviticus we, can't if we take away Leviticus because yes. we can't wrap our head around how right. god would create such systematic processes and rules yes. and we or we take away noah and the ark because how would god and the animals get to as when we take away that we also take away john 3:16 absolutely and so we have to when we start Picking at this, we got to be really, really careful because we are creating a slippery slope. We are removing the legs from under the table in which we we eat on, at the presence of God, and we have to be careful of that. Otherwise, everything crumbles underneath us. Absolutely. Um, And so, yeah, I'm I'm a huge proponent to that. Yes. You know, one of the things you talked about uh, Sunday was that we have to be careful because our language scripts our future. Yes. Is what yes, you said. And I, I wrote that down. I was like, man, that's really good. Like, art, um, you know, your language yes. is scripting. How you talk about yourself, yes. to yourself, yes, to your family, yes. How you give permit, I, you know, one of the things that came to my mind is how you give people permission to yes. talk to you.
3: Absolutely,
2: is scripting what you believe about what's coming.
3: A- absolutely, we have to declare the word. My opinion is really bad about my situation in yeah. my life sometimes, and I need to go back and declare God's opinion about my life, especially when I don't feel like it. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I've got to because it it moves me forward. God knows me. He's my manufacturer, right? He wired me. I've got to be declaring that as a man thinks in his heart, yeah. so is he. Is is an essence word. Mm-hmm. It's not even just an act, an action or what I'm presenting. It's a being. It's an essence. I will be, I will become the way I think. And the way I think is what I declare. Yeah. We have so got to watch what we're declaring over our own lives. Mm-hmm. Because what they, they say, like 80% of what we speak is negative, yeah. About ourselves, mm-hmm. it, it's crazy how we undermine our own worlds. And we, yes. I don't like like hell can take a break, yeah. Because I'm doing a good enough job against my own <laughs> self, you know. Yeah, I, right, they, 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 you know, yeah. yeah I'm recovered. Take here. a
2: vacation, yeah. yeah I got, exactly. I got this. Self criticism exactly. stuff, exactly. But that's what we deal with. That you know, uh, we Justin and I've been using the enneagram a lot in a lot of spaces. Yes. You know, and one of the things that's interesting is every report, right? It's so you get your type. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, if you're a seven or a three or whatever, you get your type, and then it does does two things. It shows you what a healthy version of you is and an unhealthy version of you is. Yes, yes. And without fail, Mm -hmm. no one reads that report and goes... Man, this is pretty awesome. Look at look at all right, these things that right. I can do or right. be. Like look at look at how it highlights my personality here. I mean, this yep. is amazing. Every yep. person we talk to, yep. it's like I yep. hate this. And this <laughs> is <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> Including us. <laughs> Including us. I was like, man, I feel like someone just punched me in the gut. You for know? sure, like. for
3: sure. No, I, I get it. We have all we've all been there and we do that. It's it's self-sabotage. Yeah. Uh it really is. And so getting back to speaking that life, calling those things that are not as though they were, I'm not talking about being goofy and weird, because right. we've all seen that as well. Right, right, and, right, And I think that's what we do is we so polarize your one or the other that we don't give ourselves the middle ground to really live in a healthy space. Right. We've got to in, uh, incorporate and begin those declarations. I think it's important to speak declarations over yourself. Yeah. I just do. It reframes your mind. It re-fra- when I'm going into business meetings, I'm going down the road, not with my radio on, I'm speaking over myself got mm. your mind is sharp. you got the mind of Christ, the wisdom of Solomon. Mm-hmm. You're walking by his spirit. He's going to lead and guide you today. Yeah. I'm walking in that place like I'm a boss. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I'm great, but I know one in me, the one in me, is going to lead and guide this sure. thing. And I am ready. Instead of, oh, my God, I don't know if I can do this. It's going to yeah. be terrible. Well, we've you tried it the that. other way. Yes. We've <laughs> yeah. all been down that road, yeah. right? We sure yeah. have. So speaking, those things are critical in life. Yeah, it, it is.
2: No, that's the, I think that's the big key that, you know, that we've been able to identify, uh, in, in a number of the the areas that we're at is like, man, we have to find, we have to find that healthy, uh, healthy self talk and yep. not just live, not just live in all the things we are not, Yep. but truly start living in the things that we are and what God says we are, even when we don't feel like it. Yes. Yeah. yes
3: that's yes. the other side hey, no, of it. No, totally, totally. <laughs> I, I was looking for something here. I found some stats on this that I just want to throw at you real quick sure. on this. Uh, we're on self-talk. Uh, we speak 150 to 200 words per minute. We listen at 500 to 600 words per minute. Mm. We self-converse, self-conversation at 1300 words per minute with pictures. Wow. Um, Fifty to sixty thousand thoughts a day is what we incorporate, and eighty percent of our self thoughts are negative. Hmm. This is what runs in us by default. We have to counteract the default wow. on the inside of us. Uh, th- those negative voices are running. So Proverbs four twenty three: Be careful how you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. Wow. So we have to take those things captive. We got no, 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 no. I- I'm not a failure. And my family's not gonna turn out the way that I am the generation changer. Mm, it's st- yeah. it changes here. No more divorce mm-hmm. in my house. Oh no, 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 yeah. no. Sickness stops here. Poverty stops Come with on. me. No, Come we're going on. forward. Yeah. We and and when I begin to declare it, it's not enough just to speak it. Yeah. Speak it, now do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speak it, now take action. That's right. Because I- anybody can do the talk. The yeah. talk is the easy part, right? Yeah. But but the action on the other side of that, it starts to change things. But when you put those together, it's a dynamo that will, it will re- Train, re-script your entire world. Yeah, come on, it that's works. So right. yes.
2: Yes. yeah. That's, that's what I think people need to realize someone started it. Someone can stop it. Yes,
3: <laughs> yes. There it
2: was it, you weren't. Cre- it, this wasn't created. That's you right. Know, your family legacy of the last two thousand years. Yes, it hadn't always been this way. That's right. Someone started the process. Yes. of lifestyle that you currently despise. Correct, and someone's got to stop it. Correct, correct. It didn't magically start, and it's not going to magically stop either.
3: Totally. That's, that's Galatians <laughs> six, Galatians six nine. Uh, don't grow weary in well doing. Yeah, it's the doing well that we get tired in. Mm. So it's not that I I decided to derail and just go do my own thing. No, I'm doing well and I'm doing the right thing, but I'm growing weary. And the word weary there literally means to leak. Mm. I start to leak faith. I start to leak joy. I start mm-hmm. to leak this hope. And when I begin to leak, I says, if I don't grow weary, I will reap. The harvest will come if I faint not. So if I'm going to experience the harvest, I've got to keep refilling. I've got to keep pouring back into my own life. That's why we need church. That's why we need right voices. That's why I've got to be reading the right things, listening to the right things. Uh, I've got to be refilling this tank, my think tank, so I'm thinking and speaking the right thing, so I don't grow weary in this thing because life is tough and it will drain you, it will pull it out of you. I don't walk on the clouds every day. Yeah I go through bad times and I want to go punch a wall sometimes. like but but I can't stay there. Yeah, I, I, re- I can look myself in the mirror and go, boy, you better change some things. Mm-hmm. I know what to look myself in the mirror and go, Ugh, I don't even like what I'm looking at right now, yeah. right? But I've got to, we've got to change it yeah. Yeah. because staying here is not an option.
2: Yeah, no, that's so good. So, that's yeah. so good. And I think one of the things you mentioned on Sunday... Uh, it was kind of an in passing statement, but I thought, you know, when I heard it, I was like, man, that's 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 it. He said, "What you said, um, you know, don't worry if your situation's still situating." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, man, that's so good because some of us feel like. Like this is home now. Yes. This terrible place we're in, this <laughs> chaos, this depression, this dark cloud, this terrible job, my boss who hates me, like this is this is it. This yes. is where I'm just gonna be. It's like, no, 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 your situation is still situating. Yes. And yes. we play a big role in changing what the end result of the
3: situation is. Totally. It's a journey. Good. Yeah. The situating is the journey, and the journey is where we grow, right? It's not mm-hmm. the end product. It's who we become in the journeying. And, and we're so looking for product. We love product. God loves process. And so mm. that becomes the focus of what he's, he could get us to the end right now, but we would not arrive. The worst thing God could do is get you to a new season without you being prepared to handle it. Yeah. He told Israel, I will move the enemy out of the land little by little. Mm. And he says this, until you have grown. Mm. In other words, my growth determines if he moves the enemy or not. Wow. And so it's it's not about me just getting to the promised land. It's me becoming strong enough to handle. As we mentioned earlier this week in the leadership uh, t- thing, I think it was on Saturday night, um, your promise is dangerous. Mm. There's enemies in it. Right. Yeah. So he doesn't just bring you to a place, oh, how it's, we're paradise. Oh, no. Yeah. You, you better be strong when you get there because now your fight kicks in. Mm-hmm. All through the wilderness, remember, God was providing manna. Yeah. Quail falling out of the sky, water from a rock, fire yeah. by yeah. night, uh, uh, cloud that by was, day. All that was provided by heaven. The worst part of it was just confusion. Y- yes, <laughs> that was, yes, That was exactly. That was the only difficult part, right? Really. Exactly. And now that we're in our promise, now we have to go head to head at battle. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yep. Welcome to your promise. Yeah. And so I hope you grew because you could, <laughs> right. you gotta fight on your hands <laughs> now. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the enemy never goes after empty vaults. Yeah. He's always going after a place of wealth. That's so good. And so the reason that we're in the battle for our life is because the value in your life is too legit to quit. It's mm-hmm. worth fighting for. Yeah, that's it. So uh, that's we, it. We, we gotta stay on it. I gotta keep equipping. This the value, the resource, the treasure, we, we undervalue what he's put inside of us. Justin, who you are is crazy valuable that people overlook every day. Kevin, mm. understand, we'll literally walk past you and not qualify. The value, the resource, the treasure, God has placed here at TC. That's who you are, and it's all developing and continuing. And the more folks tap into it, the more they'll begin to discover it. Pastor Brad... Yeah. What God's doing in you and what's coming out of your voice, people are going to go back. People will be listening to these messages five years, ten years. Man, you'll be that that overnight success. Where was he been? I've been. It's been the longest night in the history of the world, right? right. The situation's been situating for yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all that. Yeah. It's that becoming. But this treasure, yeah. we have to learn how to handle the treasure, value the treasure, then learn how to equip and handle the treasure so it will be utilized properly. It's bigger than us. It's a God factor. Right. So I can't just run it out of my natural head. I need a spirit led understanding how to handle all of this. Yeah. It's 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 bigger than what we give credibility for. That's,
2: That's so good. good. That's, That's so good. Well, I know it was uh it was a blessing, you know, Pastor Scott, it just the you know, the whole thing, gritty vision. Too legit. Too legit to what quit. What God's got That's for right. us is too legit. <laughs> That's right. Legit That's right. Quit. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, like yeah.
1: always, y'all uh, go go watch or listen for the whole the whole message. Yeah. Um It's on the website, YouTube, and all those things. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely.
3: I've got to say this. uh, the, The culture you all have built at TC is exciting, fun, engaging, relational, celebratory, full of excellence, going somewhere filled with vision. Why would you not want to be a part of something like this? This, I'm telling you this, I'm this region this arena <laughs> all that's going on here yeah, yeah, yeah. I love what's being uh, the involvement that people have voice and and they're a part of it mm. it's not dictated to them yeah but everyone's engaged in carrying a piece of the puzzle and you guys are just doing a phenomenal job I appreciate thank that you. thank appreciate you absolutely. That it's fun. a lot of
2: fun we are blessed our people are amazing I mean we it it's easy to pastor it's easier to pastor churches that aren't stuck in the mud. Yes. Where, where your people aren't Yeah, stuck when the people Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I get that. Yeah. So we got we really do have some great people and God just continues to send in some great people. And so uh, but we're honored to to you know, we get to do this. You yeah. Know, that's, that's a right. phrase we, sure, we, sure, we sure. coined with our whole team. Exactly. Know,
3: like, well thank you for not leading people in muddy places. <laughs> yeah. That's why <laughs> well, they yeah, get yeah, stuck yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. Leadership well, takes us to you know, that's you know that's yeah, wow. that's yeah. true. Yeah, You much clarity. It's exciting.
2: We got this rapid fire round, we're gonna hit uh hit with us here and so um Pastor Scott I got three questions for you okay uh, jo- Justin you can answer two if you want to okay. uh, yeah so um <clears throat> newbie mistakes in your industry what do you think maybe one or two things maybe young pastors or just something like that what what are some of the mistakes you feel like people are making when they're going into to ministry
3: mm-hmm. um number one thinking that they have to lead everything okay. Uh, no one's a rock star in every arena. So, mm-hmm. and, and, and don't focus on getting better in your weakness, get stronger in your strength and bring folks in to staff the weakness, mm, okay. focus on your strength. I think that's, that's number one. And number two, get, get more of the right voices in your life. Not, not just those who are beside you, but those who are beyond you, uh, be the one that asks questions, then take notes. That's great.
2: That's good. That's so good. That's so good. Joe, Anything?
1: Um, none of my answers will be better than those. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go that Justin first and this guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking from a lot I, of years of mistakes. Yeah. That's why. And so here's my <laughs> answer. I concur.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Newbie mistakes is talking after the wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for real though, write that part yeah. down. No, uh, uh, that's funny. That's no, funny. that's good. Um, perfect. Perfect. All right. One that's a little lighter hearted desert Island. So what's a, uh three things you might bring with you a book music movie so maybe an album it's like man i I need i gotta have that album with me maybe a movie or book or whatever just three things whatever those three things i'm stuck on a desert island yeah
1: um a a survival guide book (laughs) there you go very good yeah what can i eat while i'm here um that's good let me think I need some kind of entertainment, right? Yeah. I need something a to Def do. A Def Leppard album or something. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah. 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 Um. And then, how am I going to listen to an album though? There's electricity on this island? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. yeah. Solar. Solar power. See, maybe. That, that's yeah. Like solar these, power? I hate there these is. questions. That <laughs> yeah, makes, I mean, that I, makes no I, sense. These are not his favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it it Let's literally assume. says a movie on a desert island. Where am I watching Let's a movie? Let's assume that the desert island has a TV with a DVD player. Do I have AC then? Sure. Like I have a house. Yeah. Maybe so. I don't need this. It's called a resort. Book. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the question makes we're no we're sense. We're on vacation. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> like, we just transition. I right, got a survival. Book. I abstain from this question. All
3: right, Pastor Scott. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got to bring something like probably with Earth, Wind, and Fire. I'm going to have. I got to have some okay. kind of music playing in the background. Yeah. And I'm going to bring a boat so I can leave whenever there I need go. to. So <laughs> I'm getting off this island. Uh yeah, yeah, and I got to have something to start a fire if I'm going to be stuck on an hour, oh, I right, Got gotcha. gotcha. waterproof yeah. matches. I'm yeah. seeing yeah. way too much alone and uh naked and afraid. Right? Yeah, right, right, you right, learn right. a few things
2: from those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say well, survivor, you know what I mean? These what was a Tom
1: Cruise to movie? Uh Castaway. Castaway. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes. Yes, yes. That's what I think
2: about. Yeah. yeah. No, that's 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 <laughs> uh, Tom, Tom Hanks. Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Wilson. you got to take Wilson. Tom Cruise would have been a much shorter movie. But anyway, so uh okay good good um i i was waiting on you to say one of your guns or your bow and arrow so yeah you, well the, the i should have gone there <laughs> no
3: you're you're right you're right <clears throat>
2: pastor dan asked a question you guys would be hitting on the uh the yeah camo we would stuff. be in the camo world for sure <laughs> yeah. uh, all right beautiful and then another one uh three things i wish i had done differently so this is similar to the first question but maybe a little different three things i wish i had done differently uh, maybe in it can be in relationships, marriage, church. You know, launching the church, whatever. I mean, just three things. Wisdom. I did know. everything
1: right in my relationships. <laughs> <laughs> So, i not going to change it. <laughs> Sorry. No. That's uh, funny. That is funny. Um, <laughs> I probably would have done a few things differently in my, uh, you know, 18 to 22 range, even though I was doing well in a lot of arenas mm-hmm. compared to people my age. Looking back, I think I would have maybe just done, done things a little bit different. Yeah. But I don't... You know, just either with, I'd have saved a little more. I made good money, but I spent good money. Right. You know, I probably would have saved a little differently now that I'm in my mid-30s looking back. You know, probably was just making unwise decisions. Um, And I probably would have done something a little different with college. The way I did college, I probably would have done something different. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that's only two things, but. Yeah, I I guess
3: uh, mine are actually quite similar. Uh, I would have invested probably a little bit differently financially and definitely in, I've got great relationships in my life, but I wish I had uh, done more with mentors in my life. That's you know, good. I wish I would have had more voices speaking into me that I had intentionally gone after. Mm. Uh, I, I thought that you had to wait till someone pulled you into their circle mm. instead of going and asking, "May I be a part of this circle?" That's wow, good. that's good. And I just so I wish I would have done that more. Uh, I wish I would have done more formal education okay. uh, earlier. Okay. I love it now. I'm a lifetime student. I'm in school right now, and I'm, I'm loving all that, and I'll, I'll never stop. I didn't start really enjoying education until a little bit later in my life. Anyway, I didn't enjoy it when I was in college.
1: Gotcha. Me either, and I'm, I think that's the problem. Yeah, I think there's something yeah. wrong, broken there, but I, I agree with that. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
2: beautiful, beautiful. Well, yeah. Pastor Scott, thank you for being on the on the I podcast, with enjoyed this.
3: it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Thank you all for allowing me to sit here with you.
2: Yeah. Where,
1: where can everybody find you if they want to? Like the website for your church, if they yeah, want to yeah. maybe see some messages that you've preached there or your social or anything like that. Yeah,
3: freelifechapel.org is our, is our uh, website, and uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Uh, our Videos are all, all, all okay. loaded beautiful. there as well. So cool. all that Instagram, social media, all that kind of thing. But freelifechapel.org. Yeah, beautiful. we're right there in Lakeland, Florida.
1: Awesome.
2: Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, well, that sounds good. Justin, if they want to find more info on the church.
1: You can find more about us at transformationchurch.com or Instagram and Facebook at TransformationPensacola.
2: There it is, guys. We appreciate y'all tuning in. We appreciate Pastor Scott being with us again. And uh, you guys can catch us next week for another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. Later. Later.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review us on iTunes. You get double points if you show love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Brad and Pastor Justin on Instagram and Twitter at at Brad Livingston underscore and at Justin Oswald underscore. Tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. And for more information on Transformation Church, visit us online at mytc.life and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.